2: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand.
1: Breaking news out of the National Hockey League today. The first overall pick in this year's NHL draft will not sign with the Buffalo Sabres just yet. How about that? Owen Power has made his decision and will return to the University of Michigan for the 2021-22 season, but he wants to go back and play college for another year. It's not about the money. He will play for the Buffalo Sabres eventually. He is not signed yet, but he will. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome everybody to our 2 of the Rod Peterson Show. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. And as we roll into this second half kickoff, as we call it, hour two, I'll tell you that it's brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. And we're going to have a lot of fun here in the time we have left with V. West Cates joining us in the bunker, Saskatchewan Rough Riders Hall of Famer, pride of Columbus, Ohio. Quite a sports town, Columbus. Ohio, as yeah. you uh, well know, because you're from there. And I thought that was a Columbus Crew lid that you were wearing today, but it's no. not it. Eh? You it's used a- to wear a Columbus cr- Crew hat around. I don't know
2: if I've had a Crew. This is Columbus Clippers, so this Triple A AAA team. They just won the championship in 2019. Was their most recent. But uh, they've got a cool thing going on. They're actually doing like a Hispanic retro year. Come on. So they've got the, I got another even better hat. I was thinking about wearing the Valeros de Columbus, which is the sailboats because Clipper is a sailboat. The sailboats. It doesn't translate. as great. <laughs> the sailboats <laughs> doesn't of, roll col- off of the Columbus. Time. Right. But yeah. uh, they got some cool like they got a, a, a skull and crossbones, which is actually a baseball and bats so cool it's cool when's the last time you have you been in columbus in the pandemic i was lucky enough to get back and see my family in january of 2020 so i mean i guess i was i was traveling right when everybody didn't know what it was but everybody was starting to get sick so that was the last time i was home this gentleman as i mentioned a hall of famer
1: with the rough riders 07 to 2011 but he's a calgary stampeders alum too i just for those that just tuned in what you've missed is obviously a lot of football talk. We haven't even got into the NFL yet, and we will before West leaves in this segment. And then next segment, Adam Bighill of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers joining us, and I really appreciate it because it's a travel day for them. They're going to Toronto facing the Argonauts Saturday. Biggie, the pride of Central Washington, will be with us next segment. But for some reason, movies came up, and I think it's because we had a viewer named Buford write in. And I said, every time I hear the name Buford, I think of the movie Porkies. But then I realized, I think that's Smokey and the Bandit. I think the cop was Smokey and the Bandit in that. How
2: about Yeah, Buford
1: T. Justice. Was that Smokey and the Bandit? I had the wrong movie.
2: Yeah, I was thinking Buford Porkies. I've seen Porkies. I'm like, no, Buford. (laughs) Isn't it the same cop in the movie, though? Maybe.
1: Jackie Gleason. (laughs) Anyways. If we want to talk about 70s and 80s movies, (laughs) I'm here for that. (laughs) Trust me, I am. Um, Last night, the Edmonton Elks beat the BC Lions 21-16. We've kind of kicked that around a little bit. Uh, Tonight, it's Montreal at Calgary. We kicked that around a little bit with a Stamps alum over here, Wes. Uh, I'll just say, you were around Calgary long enough to know that 0-2 would not be going over well there. Let me ask you again. Do you think they can beat the Alouettes with Jake... Mayor as their starting quarterback tonight.
2: No, not unless they've got a great defensive scheme and they can keep Montreal under. I want to say eighteen points. I I think it's going to be hard for that young kid to score twenty. Maybe they can get a special teams touchdown, but they just haven't really, they haven't really been clicking in any of the areas. On you know what I mean, like defense, special teams, or offense. So I don't know what to think of Calgary yet. I know that I mean they they have a good squad. I'm sure. But uh, something's missing, maybe leadership's a little off, or somebody maybe Bo's not in it all the way mentally, I don't know. Well, we'll see tonight.
1: Uh, TSN has it on Friday Night Football. Jack's watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, Argos win by six against the Bombers if Nick Arbuckle doesn't tweet, tweak his hamstring. Nick is going to be one of the top two quarterbacks in the game. Nick and Cody Fajardo are clones of each other. How about that? Uh, Cody's my guy. Nine and one at Mosaic Stadium is one. Cody Fajardo. But I do want to talk about the National Football League for a moment because for me it was a doubleheader and probably for a lot of you people too watching football last night. New England speed bagged the Philadelphia Eagles 34-0 at the link. And as I said earlier, Bill Belichick was very likely walking out of the link scratching his head going, I still don't know who my starting quarterback's going to be because Cam and Mac Jones both split, both threw for over 100 yards, played very clean games. Jalen Hurts didn't play for the Eagles, which surprised me a little bit. But, uh, Wes, what's got you geeked up for the NFL season here, kicking off in a few weeks' time?
2: Uh, I think, you know, I think some of these rookie quarterbacks that are coming, it seems like the rookie, the young quarterbacks are so prepared in season now that you almost don't even want them to to have that uh, learning year you want to just throw them to the fire right so I think uh definitely a guy like Trevor Lawrence who's 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 tall and can run a little bit and it's kind of falling into that run pass. you know the RPO game of the mm-hmm. Lamar Jacksons Jacksons and the Kyler Murray's and I just want to see that develop more and, uh, you know, just have fun, fun with the league. Uh, you know, it's a great league, great promotion, great everything. I wish the CFL could kind of piggyback off of that somehow and maybe still some – not even still, but include the CFL in some of that uh, U.S. viewership. But uh, it's going to be some good football. I think the NFL always puts out a decent product, right? So
1: I can't wait either. Yeah. I'm just I'll, – I'll watch any game. Last night's a good example <laughs> yeah. of the Patriots and Eagles, and enjoy it. Even yeah. though it was 35 nothing. Uh, the CFL game was better last night. Yeah. The podcast Beneath Sports in Toronto wrote in last hour and said, what does the new BC Lions owner have to do to connect the Lions with the community? Amar Doman. And to be honest with you, great question. I'd love to have coffee with you and talk about it, but I'm not going to talk about it here. That's <laughs> yeah. their job to figure out, not ours. But one thing Wes just talked about was U.S. viewership for the CFL. And you told me a story in the break that I'd like you to relate now if you don't mind. Like, I didn't tell you, the majority of our viewers are American. And we have the stats and analytics to show that. And I think a lot of it's because of the CFL talk. Now, this guy in Columbus, tell me what you were telling me. How about your jersey up in those establishments.
2: Oh yeah, I mean Columbus is a great town. You know, they like people follow high school ball there and stuff like that. I was like a leader in, in rushing and around the city coming up but uh if you go to columbus now you probably can go to bw3s or applebee's and you might depending on what part of the city you go into you might see my jersey my saskatchewan Rough Rider (laughs) jersey hanging up because you know they just support their hometown kids and and they they find out where you're at they follow you and and they and they stay in tune. and if they can you know what i mean be proud throw you up on the wall and and talk about how they watched you or, or or maybe spend some time with you they they love that and you also said the local TV affiliate carried two Rough
1: Rider games a week or yeah. a month.
2: Yeah, my dad, being the 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 business guy that he is, you big know what west. I mean? Just, yeah, he was always big in the you know calling the papers and calling the outlets and and making sure they knew about the the goings ons of the sports. Like even with like my cousins and stuff like that, my dad was good for that. And local sports network had uh, a situation where they were going to play two CFL games a week. And once uh, they got winded, I played for the Rough Riders. They made sure that one of those two games was always Saskatchewan. So a lot of people got to watch me on local TV for a couple years. Two, three years, I think they had that contract. It's pretty cool. So lots of – I got a lot more calls from home. I just saw you, you know what I mean? I just watched the game. That type of stuff is important to a guy to know that, you know what I mean, when he's not playing at home. He can still have the family be able to easily watch and and get get involved. Very, very,
1: very important to have CFL games on in America for a variety of reasons. And they don't have to make the CFL millions of dollars just from a marketing standpoint. But I'll never forget chatting with Danny McManus. You know, Danny uh, grew up in uh, Dania Beach, Florida. And he said that he knew the CFL rules before he even came to Winnipeg to play for the Bombers because he grew up watching it on TV. He knew about the Rouge. He knew about the 12th guy. He was a quarterback, right? He was watching what was going on.
2: Actually, Danny McManus was the backup to Henry Burris in 06 when I was in Calgary. So I actually got to hang out with that dude. Guys around a long time. He's a comedy. He's straight comedy. Hilarious. Danny McManus. Uh,
1: So here's one (laughs) Prairie Mobile Text Line. From the 647, anonymous viewer watching from Toronto or Southern Ontario. Hey, Rod, take us behind the scenes a bit. What's it like in the owner's box? Did Amar get to watch any of the game or too busy shaking hands and kissing babies? And then puts in brackets, brackets, pre-COVID reference. Who's writing this? Who wants to know this? Because it's a great question. Now, listen. Think about this for a second. Last night, Amar Doman is the father of the bride. He's in his best suit. It's their coming out party as he's their first game with him as the owner. He didn't watch a second of the game because he's got people tram- traipsing through his box all night long. People are spilling tartar sauce and cocktail, shrimp cocktail sauce on the carpet and they're mashing it out with their foot. There's booze <laughs> flowing. There's kids running around wrestling on the floor. It's an absolute... Stage five gong show in the owner's suite last night for Amar Dom. He didn't see any of it. And I can tell you that I've been in <laughs> NFL owner's suite, CFL owner's suite, NHL, junior hockey. They're, they're all the same. And very, very rarely is the owner paying attention to the game. I'm not joking because there's phones going off. You know, you people lining up to kiss his ass, which he loves. Um yeah. yeah. What, what else can I say? Have you been it's in those a, situations? Yeah, it's a party. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's, it's, a party! Yeah,
2: it's tough to even like if you have to actually comment on the game after like guys like us have to sometimes it's it's like you don't even want to necessarily be in that atmosphere because, you know, you're going to miss the intricate things that that made the play happen. You might be able to catch the highlights, but yeah, you're not you know, the people are yelling and you got to turn around and watch the TV just to even know know what's going on because, yeah, you're in there. Like you said, shaking hands, kissing, whatever. You know what I mean? So, it's a party.
1: Yeah, it's a party. In, in some... It's 11-11, guys. Make a Is wish.
2: It, yeah, I was about to say, good luck. Make a wish.
1: In, uh, in some rare occasions, there's an owner that's paying incredibly close attention to what's going on. But I do remember flying home. Well, no, I guess I wasn't home. But I remember flying back from a game with a few owners on a plane, private jet. And one of them, he's sitting in his lazy boy. He's got his feet up. And he's like, here's why we lost the game. This, 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 and this. And I'm like, actually, no. No, that's not why. It was this, this. this. One owner grabs me by the arm. And he goes, like, just, just let him go. <laughs> just let him talk. There you go. And right. I'm like, ah, again, my mouth getting me in trouble. Um, <laughs> from Mick Gonzalez, watching in Toledo, Ohio. There see you what go. I was saying? Great to see a CFL great like Wes Cates. Love the clip hat, Wes. But Toledo Mud Hens are in first, amigo. Oh,
2: I was just. Saying. How about that? <laughs> how That's about funny because that? I was. I noticed. I was wondering how good of a team they had, but uh, whatever. Oh. It's early. No, I'm so. Funny. I'm so sorry,
1: Mick. He says Rod talked about the three C's in Ohio, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and whatever. It's Columbus. Columbus, yeah. your hometown. He said Toledo is used to being ignored. But we love our big city Buckeye
2: brethren, too. Yeah. And lots of Ohio representation in the CFL. There's huge, huge university towns in Ohio. Toledo being one of them. You know, OU, there's, there's like over 10 Division One schools, I think, in Ohio. So there's plenty of uh, little boroughs full of uh, sports fans that rep, rep their city, town real, real tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from the
1: 416, Daryl in Toronto. He was the one that asked about the most intense game that we've ever been involved in, and Wes's answer was the 2010 home opener. Rough Riders versus the Alouettes must have been wild. That's from Daryl in Toronto. But listen, there was a hockey game in Vancouver in 2005 that I was at that we had a death threat with for a couple members of our staff in Vancouver, allegedly involving Hell's Angels. And there was... Plain clothes cops all over the place, uh, unmarked cop cars all around the outside the arena. Like I, I did, you got to be more specific when yeah. you say what's the most intense game you've right. ever been. If involved you
2: extended in. outside the stadium walls, then yeah, like my man earlier was saying, he hit the ditch and all that stuff in a blizzard. Like that's you're 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 not fighting fair when you're bringing that stuff. In. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is where my <laughs> mind is. Where my
1: mind went, David in Winnipeg. David Asplund says, Wes, give your thoughts, please, on the Bombers' Grey Cup win in 2019 and first two weeks of the CFL across the league.
2: I don't know what happened to Caleros. They must have bought him like a... $30,000 $30,000 helmet or something because, I mean, he seems like everything's good. As long as that dude's healthy, like he, he, the thing about the, his playoff run in 2019 was that he made all the big throws he needed to make. It wasn't like he was doing anything too major. I mean, you know, Harris came in there and then re- really relieved the pressure. And then was this, what's my man, Steven or what was the, the quarterback? Strebler. Uh, Strebler. Yes. He was helping out, you know, so there was a lot going on. There was some good coaching, I guess that that kind of helped prop- some good uh, player management, I should say, that helped them get there. And then, you know, see Zach get out here and, and not show any signs of being worried about getting hit. Maybe, you know, running the ball a bit and, and completing some big throws again. Uh, I don't think the Bombers have anything to be worried about until they play the Riders. Is that right, huh? Well, I mean, I just feel like Everything that the bombers are doing on offense and defense, the riders are right there with them. But they probably have a little more depth with the riders. That's me just being a guy looking from now. I'm not. I'm not researching this all, but it just seems like the riders have a lot of depth and a lot of interchangeable players that are that are learning the schemes and can kind of fill in. Right, so. I, I don't know if the blue bombers, because I'm not following them as close, have that same type of depth, but you know, they got the Russians, they got the QB, but so do the riders. They got the linebackers. I uh,
1: was reading the game notes last night, and if you can believe, Winnipeg and Saskatchewan, if I have this right, have never been three and0 in a season. Together at the same time. Oh, I can
2: never happen. I can believe that because when <laughs> I was in the league, those are the two teams that you didn't want to get traded to because they always had bad records. How about but then that? you got the salary cap implemented back in 07. Things have changed, and things have changed. And here we are. The West
1: Cates, follow them on Twitter. I appreciate the time, sir. Uh, have a great time tomorrow. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me. Winnipeg Blue Bombers linebacker Adam Big Hill will join us next as they get ready to head to Toronto and take on the Argonauts on Saturday. It's a flame tech football Friday. You're watching on the game plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24 hour sports radio for suds, full service car wash. Your car deserves it at RodPeterson.com.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the rod Peterson show. Now you gotta subscribe, click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to Manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at Manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me.
2: Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Football Friday continues here on the old arm RP show. It is a flame tech football Friday. And uh, we're going to get to our next guest real fast here because it's a busy, busy day for him. Winnipeg Blue Bombers linebacker number four, Adam Hill, joining us from the facility on a busy day because I know they are heading out to uh, Toronto for their big week three game. And it's good to see him from the defending great cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Adam, uh, how you doing, man? How you feeling today?
3: Uh, doing great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, I just finished a massage I'm Feeling pretty fresh. Ah,
1: good, 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 good. Well, listen, you look fresh. I was in the house last Friday when you guys kind of had your way with the Toronto Argonauts in that football game. It was attuned to 20-7, to 7, I believe. And I, I see why everybody's saying this is the best defense in the Canadian Football League. At this point, maybe not at the top of all the statistical categories, but man, you guys were jumping around. Um, how are you feeling going into week three here as you continue to come together as a defense going into Toronto?
3: You know, we're feeling pretty good. I mean, we, we've got a few new guys in different pieces, different roles, and, and young guys, and then they've been stepping up and playing some really good ball. And I know that was uh, you know something we were all looking to see how it was going to kind of come together. And, um, you know, we're always focused on playing our best football as we get towards playoff time. Um, and really leveling up every single time we get out there on the field. And so I think we've taken, um, great strides since week one, obviously going into week two. And, um, you know, we're, we, we're, we're starting out already at a high level, with a lot of veterans we have. So, you know, we're, we're kind of hitting the ground running, so to speak. And, um, you know, we're being stingy. We're, we're, we're making offenses, try to earn it all the way down the field. And, uh, you know, we're, we're showing up in the red zone and, 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 creating takeaways. And, you know, to us, that's, those are the things that matter. You know, how do we perform in the red zone and are we taking the ball away, giving our offense more opportunity?
1: Well, I saw the one stat probably means the most is you're only averaging six points per game against, uh, I'll be honest. You didn't make that game very exciting against the Argos last week. They could not move the ball. And I want to ask you this, Adam, do you get offended when people say the D line is the anchor and strength of the Winnipeg defense, or is that a feather in your cap in a way?
3: You know, honestly, I, I don't take it in any certain type of way. I know our front is, is, is physical and they're scary. And they're very dynamic in what they can do. And I mean, you really look at it, it is the front, you know, the box. I mean, you want to include the linebackers really is, is where, you know, as a front, we, we, we can do a lot of different things. And, um, you know, however they want to call it. I know that we create problems up front for people. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud, proud that these guys are in the locker room with me.
1: Well, I saw you up near the line of scrimmage a lot. Anyways. That's why I asked if it was part of a, a part of a, a feather in your cap. Cause you're kind of part of that D line. Do you feel that way? Cause you can cover too, but, um, you know, where do you fit in in this defense? What, what is your, what are you trying to do individually?
3: Well, you know, for me, I try to, you know, consider myself a guy that can do it all. I mean, I feel like I can, you know, cover like a safety, but play the run like a linebacker and then and rush like a, a DN. You know, I feel like I can kind of span all of those um, positions. And, you know, so I take pride in, in being able to be a guy that can be flexible and, and do a lot. And for me, it's a lot of fun. I get to mix up how I play the game, uh, play the game within the game, and just be able to give different looks. And so those are things I like to do. Um... And, you know, overall, I think it gives us more versatility as a defense to do more things and get set more people free. I would think, Biggie,
1: that you've been asked all week about these Argos quarterbacks, and you saw them both last week, and then they named Nick Arbuckle the starter for this week's game the other day. Does it really matter to you? Because it seems like your defense is dictating the pace of football games. Like, and I don't know there's a huge difference between those two quarterbacks anyways. Or is there a huge change in your prep from Macbeth to Nick?
3: You know, I wouldn't say there's a a huge change. I don't think they're dynamically too different of of players as far as the way they approach the game. Um, You know, one's not overly more mobile than the other. I think they both ran decent. Um, You know, so I think... You know, it really doesn't matter to us. And I think I like the way you put it, you know, that our defense is, is dictating some of the pace of the game, um, you know, because I, I do feel that that's, that's what we've been seeing over week one and week two. And, um, you know, but granted, they're going to come out and, and, and give us their best shot. I mean, I, I think they, they got a lot of great pieces in Toronto offensively and defensively. Um, you know, it's going to be a great game. And, um, and we're going to have to go out there and, and earn it again. This might be a
1: silly question, but let me ask you: How much you like playing in Toronto? Because I love going into that stadium in BMO, beautiful open air stadium, uh, grass field, right? Uh, how do you like playing at BMO Field?
3: It's a really nice environment. It's a really nice atmosphere. The grass field is is nice. It's unique. Uh, I do enjoy playing on the grass. Um, it's a great stadium, you know. So just work on filling that thing up and 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 create even more of an environment that would be, you know, icing on the cake.
1: Has my guy, Richie Hall, got uh, a lot of twists, a lot of uh, wrinkles here in back-to-back games against the Argos? I'm sure you've been asked about that this week, too, in terms of facing the same team. Um, no two games are the same, right? So how, how do you expect this one to go down on Saturday?
3: Yeah, you know, I think it's, you can see on their side, you know, offensively, some plays they might have on top. You know, a play, a play off of a play. Um, you know, so we we, we kind of anticipate some things that you know Toronto might want to do. Um, you know, and and, and defensively, we are a group that's like I said, pretty veteran, and and we have a pretty big playbook from the start training camp. So there's a lot of things that. We, we can do. And, you know, as the season goes, we, we bring more out. So, um, you know, and when you play back-to-back games, you have got to be a little bit variable and um, you know, like I said, you got to play that game within the game out there.
1: Adam, I know uh, time is tight. I'm going to ask you just one more question. And I want to say that it is a true honor that I'm talking to a living hall of famer here, two-time great cup champion, two-time CFL, most outstanding defensive player, five-time all Canadian Six time divisional all-star. That is Hall of Fame stats. But the two Great Cups, one in Vancouver, one in Winnipeg. Being in Winnipeg, and I know Winnipeg well enough, how often do you get asked where you like playing better, Winnipeg or Vancouver? you get asked that a lot? And if so, what do you say?
3: You know, I, I don't I don't get asked that a lot, but I have been asked to it more than more than ten times, that's for sure. Um, you know, it's a great question. I say, you know. Winnipeg has been some of the most fun I've played and being able to play as a professional athlete, like playing pro ball here and playing under Mike O'Shea and in this locker room, this environment has been the most fun I've had playing football. Um, So I'll definitely say that. And then, you know, the the fan experience um, in Winnipeg has just been incredible. I mean, BC, when I was there, it was still popping pretty good and we had some amazing fans and there's people that still follow me from BC that, it, you know, is still show love. So, I mean, I really appreciate them still, but you know, um, you know, the, the, the magnitude of noise here in, in IG stadium, it, it's crazy. And it's, it's a real fun atmosphere to play in. So, I mean, you know, for those, for, for those reasons, it's, it's a lot of fun being here.
1: Yeah, well you know, uh, well for one I was in IG Field last Friday and and Darren Cameron, the guy that lined this interview up, put me with the players families in the section, which was so nice of him. So I got I can sense the family what you guys got going on in Winnipeg. And uh not to say you didn't in Vancouver, but I mean, I've been in this league long enough to know that Vancouver or Winnipeg, it's like pizza and ice cream. They're both great. It's just <laughs> You know what I mean? Which one, you know, on, on any different day. And I just want to ask you about your career outside football, if you don't mind. Um, it's financial planning, is it not? Are you able to spend much time on that during the season? Or how much time are you spending on that uh, other sideline yeah. besides football?
3: Yeah, no, that's a great question. It's it's all about time management. And, um, you know, so I'm up early. Um, you know, I'm always reading. Like, that's, that's really what I, I'm doing is reading before the day starts and after the day starts just making sure I'm on top of the news and the markets and what's going on. Um, you know, right now I'm not bringing in, in a ton of new clients. So really focusing on the clients I have and making sure that we're staying on top of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's manageable. It's doable. It's working well, but I tell you, it's a lot of work and then going home to being a family man being with the kids. There's, there's a lot going on. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's why I call my wife. She's the MVP, so I appreciate her.
1: Absolutely. We, we got a lot of Winnipeg viewers, so if they're looking for a financial consultant, financial planner, they know where to find you, number four on the Winnipeg defense, and I think that that's going to go great when you're done playing years and years and years from now. Biggie, thank you. I appreciate the time. I'll be watching Saturday. Uh, appreciate everything you do, man. Thanks for this today.
3: Thanks, Rod. Anytime, man. Get me back on here soon.
1: Appreciate it. Winnipeg Blue Bombers, number four, Adam Beghill. And by the way, the Bombers announcing or releasing their roster this morning and Andrew Harris will be missing a third consecutive game. How the Blue Bombers are winning without the reigning Grey Cup MVP and most outstanding Canadian, I do not know. It is a flame tag football Friday. Uh, Moose DuPont's here. Hey, Moose. I'm not ringing the bell for you, by the way. You're not? No. Sorry. Shoot. Uh, Got an email here. For my friends at the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, wow. It's a news release. The Vegas Golden Knights announced today, Friday, that the organization will unveil the team name and logo of the brand new Indoor Football League team on Monday, August 23rd, during Reveal Night 2 IFL Edition, a live stream that will be aired across the Vegas Golden Knights content network, including Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. At approximately 6.30 p.m. Pacific, the announcement will be simulcast on KSNV, NBC, News 3, Las Vegas. The organization will also announce the first head coach in franchise history during the stream. Oh, how about that? You're wondering why we care. You wait. You tune in. Monday night, seven thirty Mountain to all of those streams, and uh, you might find out something. Dun 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 dun. Woohoo! How's Spicy. your morning been? How's your morning been? Tremendous. It's been a good morning. Yeah.
0: Tell yeah. me why. Well, get a little opportunity to do a little business, and uh, so it's good. It's just, and you know what? I kind of like a rainy morning. It's different. It's one of those. It's just, isn't a, it? It's just a good day. Yeah.
1: We have a lot of um, business to take care of between now and the top of the hour, to use broadcasting terms. Uh, and yes, CFLPA is watching. And not rep number one for your Winnipeg Blue Bombers, number four, Adam Big Hill. He's got a lot of fans. There was a viewer that said in here, uh, wrote, who was it? He goes, I remember when Big Hill, it was James in Borden, Manitoba. He says, when Adam Big Hill signed with the Bombers, it showed big name guys were willing to come to Winnipeg. Big Hill, the best. Uh, I never thought that Winnipeg really had a problem with signing big-name guys, the Blue Bombers, but maybe they do. I never really looked at it till now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. Um, I'll get to your questions in a second. There's a lot of good ones coming in here. But it's Friday. Let's talk about the movies. Mm. Where is it? In theaters now, in theaters now, free guy when a bank teller discovers he's actually a background player in an open world video game he decides to become the hero of his own story one that he can rewrite himself in a world where there are no limits he's determined to save the day his way before it's too late and maybe find a little romance with the coder who convinced him experience free guy in laser ultra at landmark cinemas of canada the ultimate in sight sound and comfort Tickets on sale now at landmarkcinemas.com. I don't know about outside this market, but there are no restrictions. Have we been in the theater since the restrictions have been lifted? Yes. I I can't remember if we Jungle Cruise. Right. Okay. Um, My time's still screwed up here. You saw Space
0: Jam, too, as well?
1: I saw them both in the same day. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Disney Cruise, Disney's Jungle Cruise and Space Jam. And uh, is it a free guy night tonight? Did we decide that? I think it's a free guy night. Buy your tickets ahead of time, folks, at LandmarkCinemas.com. Choose your seats, but then get there ahead of time and get your hot dogs. Mm. Oh, some of the best street meat you're going to find. <laughs> hot dogs at Landmark Cinemas. Free guy in, in theaters now. Spicy! Moose and I the rest of the way for the next 20 minutes, and we'll get rolling with a uh, viewer takeover. Why not? Whatever you want on this Flame Tech Football Friday You can steer the discussion. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Having fun on a Flame Tech football Friday. Hello, uh, shout out to Denton and his crew from Flame Tech. They watch all the time. And his staff all wears RP Show shirts, which reminds me, the rock star of the day was uh, A.J. Jakubik yesterday, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks. A.J. Jakubik, the rock star of the day for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions on Thursday. All right. And today we got a dead heat. Who's it gonna be? Wes Cates or Adam Big Hill? Ooh. Maybe we should send them both shirts. That's a good idea. Um, sports update the twenty twenty-one World Women's Hockey Championship gets underway today in Calgary. The opening face off has been long delayed, with the twenty twenty tournament in Nova Scotia canceled due to COVID and the twenty twenty one edition postponed and moved to Alberta. Canada faces Finland in one of three games today. I believe I saw on SportsCenter this morning. It's 4 p.m. Mountain on TSN. News Friday morning. Star goaltender Henrik Lundqvist is calling it a career after 15 seasons with the New York Rangers. Lundqvist posted a career record of 459 wins, 310 losses, and 96 ties, and won the Vezina Trophy in 2012. Week three, the CFL season continues tonight in Calgary, where the Stampeders will host the Montreal Alouettes. The winless Stamps will be without star quarterback Bull Levi Mitchell, who is out with a broken fibula. Jake Meyer gets his first career start in his first CFL appearance tonight. Again, TSN's got that one. Last night in the CFL, Edmonton 21, BC 16, Elks got their first win. Fear the Deer. Fear the deer. Toronto Blue Jays open up a three-game series with the Detroit Tigers tonight at Rogers Center. Blue Jays hoping a return home will reignite their playoff chances after they went 3-6 and six on a recent roadie. Robbie Ray gets the start for the Blue Jays tonight. The sports update for Dubnetwork.ca and for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars. Poll question today... For Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center. We got a lot of votes for this one. Okay. If Phoenix isn't an option, where should the Coyotes move? Your options are Houston, Quebec City, Kansas City, or Saskatoon. And I accidentally voted for Saskatoon. My finger was hovering over the (laughs) Saskatoon, and I meant to click Houston. Right. (laughs) And people are going to go, well, why don't you want them to come to Saskatoon? Because I want to travel to my NHL games Where there's no snow. Okay? Houston, out of this list, would fit that bill, Moose. Beautiful. Although, as everybody says, Quebec City is the most natural. They've got the brand-new, splashy arena, Videotron Arena in Quebec City, which, by the way, Game Plus is carried on the Videotron cable network all across the wonderful province of Quebec. And I'm sure I didn't make any new fans in Quebec by saying I'd like to see the Coyotes go to Houston, but I believe they are going to go to Houston. I don't know what they're dilly-dallying around in the Valley... Valley for in Arizona. Like, it's not working. I don't need to go anymore down that road. Were we talking about the arena that the Rockets play in? Yeah, the Toyota Center. Yeah, right. What's wrong with that? Beautiful. It's right in the middle of downtown. Beautiful.
0: It's a great spot. There's some good barbecue joints around. It'd be a great atmosphere. We were walking out of that arena after the Rockets game. And remember the outdoor rink that they had there? Uh And they were renting skates. They've already got a little bit of that great atmosphere. Can you imagine in like, well, we were there. December, Christmas time, you go
1: watch a game. It's beautiful. You go for a little skate. It's, I think it'd be perfect for the National I just think people don't understand necessarily, and we do have a lot of viewers in Texas. They're more footballers. But hockey has a tremendous footprint in Houston. Gordie Howe, Houston Arrows. Todd McClellan coached that team. My good man Rico Preston. Skating on the line with Gordie Howe with the Houston Arrows. Like they got a great hockey history. Way more than Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix doesn't have a bad one either, but they never really had a they never had a WHA team in Phoenix. So yeah, Houston. Make it happen. Janelle watching in Saskatoon says, Saskatoon, we wish. Never gonna happen. That's kind of the thing. As long as you hold on to the dream that it's going to happen, you're always going to have your heart ripped out. I just believe it's not going to happen. I would love to see an American Hockey League team in Saskatoon. As a hockey guy, because I know how good the hockey is, it's like NHL's here, AHL's here, WHL's here. It just is, right?
0: In terms of hockey
1: quality. Quality of hockey. Oh, yeah. For sure.
0: So lucky
1: Winnipeg has them all. I know. Uh Well, now's the time to talk about these Metropolitan Division standings of the National Hockey League for 2021-22. We've done them all week and it ends on this fourth straight day of the Metropolitan Division, which looking at these teams, it is the most difficult division in the National Hockey League. Mm-hmm. I think we've discerned that the Pacific Division is the weakest, the Metropolitan Division is the toughest. And I've got the New York Islanders on top of the toughest division in the NHL. That, despite the loss of Jordan Eberle in the expansion draft to the Seattle Kraken, Lou Lamarillo's in charge. How the Leafs got him, let him get away, I don't know, but that's a Leafs problem. The New York Islanders will be the number one team in the Metropolitan Division this season. Write it down. Carolina Hurricanes with the top coach in the NHL, Rod Brindamore. They're still going to maintain a very strong showing, despite the fact they've completely retooled all their goalies. Have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. How do you just flush them out, get new guys? But they know what they're doing. Carolina had the tough run up against Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year, right? In round two. That's right. Carolina will be number two. The Washington Capitals, number three. They've re-signed Ovi. They had a good run this past year. COVID aside, we get back to normal. The Washington Capitals will be the third team. The Pittsburgh Penguins with Sidney Crosby will be the fourth overall team in the Metropolitan Division. It's uh, getting the band all together near the end, you know, for the last time. It's a, it's one of the final tours. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Gino, Sid the Kid, that crew. Yeah. Letang. Time's running out. I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup. I'm just saying they'll finish fourth. Yeah. Philadelphia Flyers stubbed their toe this past year. There's no doubt. Even they can't figure out how or why they're going to finish fifth. New York Rangers in the perennial rebuild. Remember two years ago when they traded Pionk to the Jets for Truba? That was supposed to kickstart the rebuild. How's that going? I know. New coach this year in Gerard Gallant. So the New York Rangers will be sixth. The New Jersey Devils, just they're just not going to get ahead of this group despite doing the right things and a lot of good talent. New Jersey, where are you, you going to fit in? And then Columbus Blue Jackets, unfortunately, <sighs> had to fire their coach. Patrick Line won that battle mm-hmm. with John Tortorella. And Cole Sillinger signing this week with the Columbus Blue Jackets. He might make the team, by the way. He sat on that chair last week and said that he's going to Columbus to make the team, and he might Columbus, eighth in the Metropolitan Division. So there you go. I th- Thoughts, my friend? Yeah. Carolina, I'm
0: big on Carolina. I like the Islanders. I think Carolina might finish first. I think the Rangers, I think Gerard Galant's going to help the Rangers take a big step forward. They need great goaltending, but they've got some good young pieces. Um, they've got a really great defenseman and Fox. I think they'll be better. I think, I think they'll be a top three team, three or four team. Pittsburgh will be as good as Tristan Jari will be. As, as far as Tristan Jari takes Pittsburgh, I think that's as far as they'll go. Um, but I don't. It's the hard division to predict. My God, like eh. like top to bottom. I think this is the division that'll be the the tightest from top to bottom, the the smallest point spread from first to eighth. But I like I like New York
1: out of that list. I like New York moving up into the top three. And the Islanders won't challenge for a President's Trophy because it's going to be a war every single night in the Metropolitan Division. That's why the Golden Knights will prance to the President's Cup Trophy, the Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, because they are in the weakest division in the National Hockey League. And that's not necessarily a good thing. Ask the Leafs, right? who raced to the Scotia North Division pennant last year. Are they going to have a banner-raising ceremony at the start of this season? Because yeah. they got a pennant for it, and then a gone. banner. And
0: then out. <laughs> it's true. It's true and that's what's going to be so difficult, right? And how do guys piece in and you know, what are the the blue jackets I think just don't have their identity anymore. They lost it. So
1: Let's look at the uh come on official odds, our official betting partner, come on official. Ah. Well, would you look at that. How about that, Bob? This is the first that I've seen them by the way. Me too. They agree with me for once. Yeah, but how about that? I had the Rangers up in the top 3. Yeah, the betting I'm just saying the number one team they would agree on. They don't agree with me on the Penguins missing the playoffs. But overall, they got the last two. Yeah, and you get some good. Well, I guess you look at the Rangers, the
0: Capitals, and the Hurricanes. They're all 6.25. So got the last two. You got the top one, and everybody else in the middle will be just kind of put them in a Yahtzee cup and throw the dice. That's fun, though. That is fun.
1: You can go to ComeOn.com or download the app. Make your futures bets now with Come On Official. We've got overtime coming up next, presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. We'll be right back for our final segment of the week. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod.
1: Welcome back, everybody. It's Overtime. Brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Seattle Kraken Fan Club and the UFC. We had a little bit of business to take care of first. Uh, or, sorry, before this segment goes over, we'll wait until the music runs out, and we'll talk a little bit about Viewer comments, Adam Ridlow, big Ticats fan, writes in. He says, so assuming the Owls win this week, next next week's Owls-Ticats game will be awfully important for the Ticats if they want a chance to finish first in the East. There was a comment in here earlier. I'd have to search to find it. He was like, hey, Rod, is the bye week what the Ticats need to turn their game around? Well, I'll guarantee they don't lose this week. How about that? How about that? Yeah, that's a, that's would be a start. Yes, that's a great place to start. Yeah, bye weeks are basically to get your act together. Somebody told me that Speedy B went off. Speedy B went off yesterday about having to wear a mask. Who was telling me that? Yeah, I think the jug to, the jug texted me that. I think. Of course, but he texts me thirty seven times a day. So I, he's not don't. on the payroll, but he's our lead researcher. He's pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, so the guy's saying, so assuming the Owls win this week, let's not assume anything. Let's just watch the games and come back here Monday and have coffee and uh, break it all down. We might be singing the Jake Meyer praise on Monday. Apparently, it's Mayor. Mayor? I just saw in the break someone has requested that we, everybody, pronounce the gentleman that's starting at quarterback tonight for the Calgary Stampeders, pronounce his name right. Jake Mayer. Like, <laughs> a mayor. Well, we start by calling him Jake. Yeah, I was calling him Zach for uh, much of the morning here today, but that's okay. From Bluebeard on Twitter regarding my uh, predictions for the Metropolitan Division, he says, my Isles actually getting some respect. We can't have this. (laughs) They're not used to it. Yeah. Weren't they burning cars in New York last year when they lost in game seven to Tampa in the conference final? Weren't they? Mm -hmm. They take their Islanders really seriously in New York, I've noticed. That's very interesting to me. Yeah. They love the Islanders. Where we're carried on TDS cable and Altus cable all through the tri-state area. Altus cable and TDS cable. So if you don't get the RP show and you're watching streaming down there, call your cable provider. I got to reach down and turn the fan on. How are you? Why are you wearing a sweater? Because it's only going to be 13
0: degrees today. All day long.
1: Uh, Can you give the Fahrenheit on that to our American viewers? They're going to think we're dying up here. What's room temperature? 72? That's about fifty
0: five. Unleash the sled dogs. Can, can Clark confirm?
1: Oh. No. 13
0: Celsius. Now you're out. Uh, I
1: could look it up right.
0: Fifty-five now. Fahrenheit? That's my
1: guess. Let's go to the big board. It's currently twelve. Which is? Fifty four. Oh. Clark just said that in my ear. That's pretty good. What's good. the calculation factor that you I just use in for my that? head.
0: I know I know? Come on. I know room. Here's what I know. Room temperature is like 20 degrees Celsius, and that's like 70 to 72 Fahrenheit. So I know that. And I know minus 40 Fahrenheit is minus 40 Celsius. That's where they meet. So minus 40 is minus 40 everywhere. 72 is 20. So I just kind of did some math that 55 would be 13.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. Good job. Thank you. So it's like if the guy's going to comment regularly on the show, he's like, get my name right. And I appreciate that. Adam says, speaking of last names, Rod, it's pronounced Riddioff. Love the show. I'll forget that by Monday, so you're going to have to keep reminding me. Adam Riddioff. But you see how. It does look with, like an L. It looks like an L.
0: But it's an I. It looks like Ridloff. Okay. It does. It's, it looks like R-I-D-D-L-O-U-G-H. Ridloff.: Yeah. But it's
1: Riddio. Way off. Ah, here we go. Mike Blackbird in Toronto, who's been quite quiet today. He says, Speedy B went off for being fined by the league for wearing his mask wrong. Was that his face mask or his COVID mask? Or both? I got the email from the league. I didn't, I didn't click on it and look at it. We're going to do the MySask411 Business of the Week right now with our friends at Direct West. MySask411 Business of the Week. It's Thai Family Garden Restaurant. They've served the good people of Regina the best Thai food imaginable since 2005. Not only that, but they also serve Chinese and Vietnamese dishes, and their chefs don't mind fulfilling special requests for a meal that you will like. Find them on MySask411 today. I do it every week. We all do it every week. We Mm -hmm. tell you that just download the MySask411 app. It is like a phone book in your hand. Digitally. It's on my favorites. MySask411. You could type in restaurants... Your city, Thai. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Thai family garden restaurant will be the first to come up. So that's our MyaAS 411 business of the week. Thai family garden restaurant. That's what we do, connecting businesses to businesses, people to businesses, businesses to people, and so forth. Ah, uh, So we only got a minute or two left. Trent is awake. Norway calling. Another great show. Go Riders. Yeah, it's going to be a great week of football. Uh, I said a doubleheader tonight. Or two NFL games. I don't think it's a doubleheader. Chiefs cards, Bengals, Washington football team. Tonight, Montreal at Calgary and a doubleheader on Saturday. And we're going to the movies tonight, Moose. Uh, Right guy. Sorry, free guy. Free guy. Starring Ryan Reynolds. I feel like I'll get the movie right by the time we walk out of the theater. And we also invite you. We get a lot of people asking for our merchandise, and maybe we should start wearing it more on the mm-hmm. show. What do you think? It's a good idea. Visit rodpetersonshop.com to get the hottest new gear for this season. Do it throughout the weekend, throw in an order, and we'll see you Monday at noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain, right here on Game Plus TV.
2: McFly, hello